Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, timeless wisdom to enrich every day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, December 27th. You belong to all nations. Only temporarily are you an American, Frenchman, Italian, Indian, Christian, Jew, Hindu, Buddhist, or Muslim. You belong to all classes. Your social status is only temporarily upper, middle, or lower. No human condition can define you, for you are the pure soul, descended from God, who for all eternity is your essential, ever-changeless reality. This is such an interesting sort of point of view to contemplate. I, I think I'll pick it up from the, from the angle of the astral world. Um, what, what we need to understand, I mean, of course, to, to make sense out of this, you can think about it without reincarnation. You would think, well, I'm a Jew for now, or I'm a Christian for now, but when I die my soul will go back into the infinite and there I'll meet with all the other souls or something like that. Or more likely, you think that I'm a, a born-again Christian now and I'll go to heaven and no one else will or however else you want to think about it. There's a, a joke that can be told by in any combination of denominations that you want where a newcomer comes to St. Peter and he's being shown around you know, the heavenly realm and there's, then they come to this place where there's this huge wall and Peter says, shh, he said, we have to be very quiet when we go by here, he said, because the, and then you can say, Catholics, Christian scientists, whoever you want to say, or the Baptists, they're on the other side of the wall and they think they're the only ones here. <laughs> you know, it's just like, that's what we think. Now, what Swami's really talking about here is the, is the process of reincarnation, that we assume an identity for one incarnation for the purpose of working out karma, which is to say, learning what we don't understand about divine reality. Uh, karma, another way of describing karma, is unlearned lessons. Now, karma is a huge, interesting subject, and I have a website under my own name, Asha Nayaswamy. I have a website, and I also have a YouTube channel. And there are many, many classes on the subject of karma, reincarnation, the chakras, the whole story. But right now I'm going to more or less assume it, but just talk about one aspect of it. What Swami's really talking about is the individual spark of divinity, and the best word for that is a, a, a Sanskrit word, and that word is jiva. In English we might say soul, but soul is not as clear a word. Jiva is our distinct, unique spark of divinity, the bubble of the ocean, which is uniquely each one of us. And Master said, every atom of creation is dowered with individuality. Our, our individuality is uniquely ours. We are manifested from Satchitanandam with this spark of individual divinity. And that jiva, that spark, goes on this long journey from delusion to enlightenment. And delusion is not understanding that our true nature is divine and our true happiness comes 
from being a, when we realize that divinity and when we become perfect expressions of that divinity. That's where our fulfillment comes from. And karma is everything we don't yet understand about how to realize God and how to be a perfect expression of that divinity. So between our material incarnations into physical bodies, the jiva goes into the astral world, and the astral world is the energy world. And nowadays, you don't have to really imagine what that's like because we have so many movies and television shows and all these different things that um, illustrate it for us. We see the actor dies, and then the, act, the same actor gets up, but now he's a little bit ethereal, and he doesn't quite relate to the physical world in the same way. And he sort of goes into this world of light, but then he comes back. and So we, we can see it. And the fact that it's the same actor playing the incarnated one and the disincarnate one gives us a clue as to what it feels like, which is when the body dies and we have all these um, death and return experiences now again that make it very clear to us what's really happening, it's exactly like changing your clothes. It's as if I was born with this dress on and always wore this dress, so much so that I forgot that I put it on. I just was always wearing it. And then one day, suddenly, it was unbuttoned, and it came off of me. And I realized, oh my gosh, I was just wearing it. It was never me. But in normal life, I, I'll put on my pajamas at night, I'll put on a different dress tomorrow, and the essential I will remain the same, no matter what costume I wear. And that's exactly true from incarnation to incarnation, except that a certain forgetfulness sets in. For divine reasons, the forgetfulness sets in. And people also say, well, if we've incarnated so many times before, why don't we remember? Well, the fact is we do remember. Children often remember explicitly. I remember this little child, and he kept, he was at the stage of life where he couldn't always control his body, and he often spilled his milk, and his father became impatient with him once for every night you spill your milk glass. And he just looked calmly at his father and said, when I was the father and you were the little boy, I never yelled at you. <laughs> and it was the truth. I remember a, another little boy, he was about eight, and he, he was very fond of his teacher, and he was just, he was walking with his teacher one day, and then in a totally adult voice, just in, in with complete as if this was the most natural thing to say, he said, I love your hair like that. Don't ever change it. <laughs> and she was like, suddenly, who is this man, boy, child? You know, it was just a complete repeat of some, who knows what incarnation. So, and we also do remember because we have these startling affinities. We suddenly meet someone and really, it's like we've always known them. It takes five minutes. That's love at first sight. Love at first sight is because it's not first sight. It's, oh, we've been separated for a while, and there you are again. And also, aversion at first sight is often, oh, gosh, you know, you murdered me the last time, and there you are again, or whatever. It happens constantly. We just don't necessarily think of the why. We think of it as mysterious. As long as soon as you begin to think of the why this is happening, if you put reincarnation there, you'll be amazed how interesting an explanation it becomes for so much. So what happens to us is while we're in the astral world, it's sort of like a holiday. It's like going to Hawaii for a period of time. We get kind of a rest, but 
if we still have, which we do, most of us, karma to work out that can only be worked out in a physical body, that requires the conditions of the material world to experience, There's, we're not fully enlightened, we have lessons to learn about delusion and enlightenment, so there'll, there'll just come a point where we get restless. It's just like, you know, we have, just like, how long can you sit by the pool in Hawaii? I myself have never actually reached the end of how long I can sit by the pool in Hawaii, but in theory, there's an end point to it. So, but some people get restless. They need to get back to work. And that's exactly what happens to us in the astral world. We need to get back to work. We're not, we have a job to do. This was nice. I loved being here. I loved manifesting with the power of thought. I loved being in homogeneous vibrations where I'm in only with my spiritual spiritual family. I mean, there's great things they tell me about the astral world. But I have work to do, and I have to go back to the material world. So we can scan all of creation. Someone asked Master, Swami asked Master, do we always come back to Earth? Oh, no, Master said. There are countless planets where you can incarnate. Because different planets have different conditions. Different planets are at different stages of enlightenment as a planet. I've referred often to we're in transition from a material age to a, an age of energy. We're, we can go two more ages before we reach the apex. So we're carrying a set of unlearned lessons. That's our karma. It registers in the chakras. That's why I said there's a lot of metaphysics to this. Registers in the chakras as certain vibrations of energy between delusion and enlightenment. And that vibration of energy radiates, and this is everything is an energy universe, so that vibration of energy is like a call, call sign. It, it sends out a magnetic wave. And, and in, in cooperation with our guardian angels, by intuition, by superconsciousness, I, I, I'm not an expert. There's books written about this, and many of them sound true. Master talks about it in the way I'm talking about it. I, I can't remember it, but I intuitively know it's there. And that's my, my sole authority. But what I say is completely consistent with what Swami Kriyananda and Master have taught me. That's where I've learned it. So we realize that certain lessons are the appropriate ones for us to learn. So we literally scan creation for the situation that will help us to learn what we have to learn. For example, maybe I need to develop willpower. Hmm, being a German might be a good idea. Maybe I'm just so over tense and I'm just such an absolutely type A driven person. I really just need to relax. I just need to, need to learn to be. Maybe I'll just go to Bali for a while I'll, and I'll be a Balinese and I'll learn to dance, you know? We just, who knows? Maybe we need strong material success. You know, I'm going to be born into a family of businessmen and they're going to help me to become a really good businessman because I want money. Or maybe I was um, a bigot in the last lifetime and I treated certain minority groups in a horrible way and I need to have a greater understanding of what it is to be on the receiving end of that. So I'm going to incarnate in a place where I will receive negative energy and then I will begin to understand what it is, what it means to put out negative energy. Now that gets to be the challenging part of karma. And I'm just going to leave it there as a challenge. I'm not going to finish it. Maybe, let's put it another way, maybe I need the perseverance required to, to be in a position where there's a great deal of prejudice against me. So let's call it a positive thing. 
So I am an oppressed minority, not because I'm being punished, but because the lesson I need is perseverance against obstacles. And if I'm an oppressed minority, boy, there's going to be obstacles aplenty, and I'm really going to get to hone my perseverance muscles, because perseverance is something I don't understand between enlightenment and delusion, you see? So we just choose. We just choose like this. We may stay in one cycle for a period of time, and there are teachings, there are spiritual religious groups who tell you that, you know, you have a Buddhist soul, or you're eternally a Buddhist, or eternally a Jew, or eternally a Christian, but that's not quite consistent with Sanatana Dharma. Now, as you develop, and especially as you become more and more refined in your spiritual, um, spiritual learning, you do begin to, your, your, your options begin to narrow a little bit. You, you begin to find your spiritual family. You begin to reincarnate with your spiritual family more regularly. You find your spiritual path and you begin to reincarnate where you can regularly be on that path where you can be with your guru or with your mentors or other advanced disciples of your path. So it's not like it's just random. It's not like, you know, I'm a Balinese today and then tomorrow I'm an Armenian and after I'm an Armenian I'll be a Russian. It's not just tossed around like this. It's lessons, lessons, lessons. And when we have a lot of lessons to learn, we can incarnate in a lot of different places and learn them. But as we progress, as we hone our understanding between enlightenment and delusion, then, then the necessity to bounce all over the map is less. We begin to reincarnate in a very consistent pattern because there are certain things that we still need to work on, but we work like that. I found, I found Sanatana Dharma. I found self-realization when I was 18. That's pretty young. I met Swamiji um, in 1969, which by that time I was 22 Swami Kriyananda met Yogananda when he was 22. It's, it's, there's, once you get to a certain point of commitment, that, that when you're in the astral world, that force is the strongest force, and you hone in to go exactly where you need to go to find that. I, I incarnated with parents who, who moved me to a small town in California where I met uh, uh, two brothers that I met, and because of my relationship with one of those brothers, I met the person who introduced me to Swami Kriyananda. And I mean, you could back up a lot farther than that, but it was just like, that's how it went. And all of those things were somewhere in the astral world, and my karma drew me there. So what we really want to be watching in our incarnations is that thread, that thread of divine seeking. And the more we concentrate on that thread of divine seeking, whatever form it takes without getting caught up in the form, but getting caught up on the inner energy that's motivating us, the more powerfully and quickly we'll move incarnation through incarnation and, and become more and more of who we are truly destined to be. So Swami says, you belong to all nations. Only temporarily are you an American, Frenchman, Italian, Indian, Christian, Jew, Hindu, Buddhist, or Muslim. You belong to all classes. Your social status is only temporarily upper, middle, or lower. No human condition can define you, for you are the pure soul, descended from God, who for all eternity is your essential, ever-changeless reality. God bless you, my friends.
Our work is made possible by inspired listeners, so if you feel to support ASHA, you can make a one-time donation, or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.